clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to White Coats Podcast. Today, Lauren and I will be discussing TMJs and TMDs. What does it stand for? What are some causes, some symptoms, some treatments? We're also going to be talking about our own personal experience with TMJ. And as you guys know, season two this season has been about the overlaps between the medical and dental field. So we're going to be talking how does TMJ relate to um, both of those fields. Now, Lauren, why don't you start us off? Okay, first of all, I just want to give some credit to the American Student Dental Association. We read their magazine, it's called Contour, and one of their latest issues is all about the science of sleep and actually how it relates to to the dental field, which is very interesting because sleep also relates to medicine. Your sleep is some is a factor that really affects everything. So first off, I wanted to talk about my experience with TMJ and TMDs. What does that look like? So for me, I was having a lot of headaches and a lot of ear pain. Uh, So I went to go see a neurologist and they told me that I possibly had TMJ, which could have been due to excessive gum chewing. I tried a bunch of different treatments, including acupuncture, physical therapy, massages, stretches, and different types of mouth guards. Some of those helped. Some of them, some of them that were really helpful for me was physical therapy. I learned how to do a lot of different kinds of stretches every day, and that helped. Massages were very helpful as well. Um, and the mouth guards are are really good, especially when I was grinding at night. Was that a, a night guard specifically? Yeah, it was a night guard. And that was from your dentist. Yeah, yeah. My dentist did the impressions mm-hmm. and and gave me gave me two different kinds, the one that only covers your front teeth Mm -hmm. and then the ones that cover your whole mouth. Nice. Haven't you had experience with TMJ as well? Yeah, so my experience with TMJ is a little different. I uh, have TMJ pain from trauma, so I was elbowed in the jaw a couple times, uh, and so that kind of caused a long-term jaw pain for me that if I... Sometimes I get random spurts of pain, and sometimes if I have like a lot of gum or chew really hard things, that pain like comes back. So mm-hmm. it is a little different than yours, but we're gonna talk about the different types yeah. and different treatments for the different types. So what is TMJ, TMD? What does it stand for? Okay, Can you explain that. So TMJ stands for the temporomandibular joint. So okay. this connects your temporal bone which is a part of your skull to your mandible which is your lower jaw so Mm -hmm. actually if you place your fingers right in front of your ears like the ear canal and open and close you can feel that like opening closing of the jaw and the joint is what it's what the movement exactly that's what helps the movement of the jaw now TMD stands for temporal mandibular joint disorders. So these are conditions that affect or cause pain in the TMJ or surrounding muscles and nerves. This refers to a variety of conditions that affect TMJ, uh, jaw muscles and facial nerves and control the jaw movement. Mm -hmm. But sometimes instead of saying TMD, we just refer to it as TMJ. Yeah, before this, I hadn't heard of TMD because mm-hmm. people, I, I used to say I have TMJ, but everybody has a joint there. Correct. It just some, only some people have that disorder. Right. Lauren, why don't you tell us some of these symptoms? Okay, so some symptoms include jaw pain. 
difficulty chewing, clicking, and or locking of the jaw. Mm -hmm. I've experienced just about all of these. Yeah. And in some cases, I felt jaw pain and then like while I was eating or something. And then as the pain got worse, my jaw would start to click. Uh-huh. And then it became really hard to chew. So those those three all really work together. And also sometimes due to my grinding at night, you can wake up with your jaw locked in place, which is very, very scary. That's yeah. like, it's it's really honestly emotionally kind of hard when when you wake up and your jaw is locked in place it's really scary scary, and then you need to like pop it out of place it's not it's not a good time yeah so it's really important to get treatment so first things first before anybody can get treatment they need to know what kind they have Mm -hmm. right so what are the like different kinds of different categories of tmds or tmj so there are three main types of tmjs first we have myofacial pain which is pain in the muscles that relate to jaw movement. Then we have derangement of the TMJ, which is jaw dislocation, disc displacement, or injury related to the condyle. And then lastly, we have arthritis-related degeneration or inflammation. So can you classify in more than one of these categories? Yes, so I was actually just going to say that. Someone can have one or more of these conditions. And you can honestly have all three. These uh, TMDs coexist with other conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome. What What is is that? that? Jinx. Jinx. (laughs) Double (laughs) jinx. Extreme fatigue that lasts six or more months. Uh, Also sleep disturbance, fibromyalgia, what is fibromyalgia? It is the condition that affects muscles and other soft tissues throughout the body. So now we cool. see that the TMJ is a joint in your jaw. It's in your mm-hmm. head region. Right. But this can affect all these kind of effects from all over your body. Yeah, true. I see that. That makes so, sense. That's like one example of how medical and dental overlap. Exactly. So Lauren, what are some main causes of these TMDs? Okay, so one of the main causes is called bruxism. Do you know what that is? Why don't you explain it? So the first one includes bruxism, and that is excessive teeth grinding and clenching that is unrelated to normal function, like eating and talking. Another thing like you experienced was trauma or any sort of injury to the jaw, like you got elbow to the mm-hmm. jaw. Um, next is misalignment of the teeth and the jaw. We covered that last episode, season two, episode three. About so, malocclusions. Go listen to that. That's right. If you haven't already. You better. You better because, you know, you can be having these issues and you don't even know why. And any of these could be the reason. So you need to make sure that, that your teeth and jaws are lined up. You need to be vigilant about in the case that you do get a trauma, you go to your dentist, your doctor, and make sure that everything's all good with that. Um, Another one of the main causes is any sort of systemic diseases, including like rheumatic diseases, Mm -hmm. which is a large group of disorders that cause pain, inflammation, and stiffness in joints, muscles, and bones. So do you know what an example of that is? Yeah. So an example would be arthritis, specifically Mm. rheumatoid arthritis, which is really painful. (laughs) Yeah. Question about the bruxism. Would that include grinding at night per se? Yeah, that would include grinding at night because 
it's not normal functioning. There's no reason that you would be doing that as opposed to eating and talking. Your jaw should be moving then, but at night right. it doesn't doesn't need to. It's not a part of normal functioning. Okay. So let's just say I have one of these, one or more of these symptoms, and I think I have TMJ and I get diagnosed. What sort of treat what does treatment look like? So there's multiple different treatments, of course, depending on the type that you have mm-hmm. um, that your doctor or dentist would be able to diagnose you with. I think so, also, sorry to cut you off, depending on the severity. Correct. Because if it's, if it's pretty light and it's, you can get through your day pretty easily with it, then you might do some of the, some of the more subtle or smaller changes yeah. Um, that Ariel's going to touch on later, or you might need surgery. Some of people course. Could actually... So some more severe cases, uh, if you would have some uh, jaw misalignment, you would have degeneration or derangement of the disc, then you most likely would need surgery, mm-hmm. uh, which could be performed by a maxillofacial surgeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the following, these are more non-surgical solutions. For example, one would include a night guard. Like you said, Mm -hmm. this was an appliance with the purpose of keeping your teeth apart at night. So if you grind your teeth at night, um, it's it's a thin and clear looking appliance and it covers the occlusal surface of your teeth. I know what that is. What is it? It's the part where your teeth come together. So you listened to my teaching last time. Of course I do. So it's the top of your bottom teeth Mm -hmm. and the bottom of your top teeth. Because that's Exactly. Great student. Thank you. And then... This prevents grinding and erosion of the teeth because, like you said, the teeth don't touch. This is completely different from a sports mouth guard. So it's actually not good to wear your sports mouth guard for hours at a time. Of course, during a game would be fine, but at night, like overnight, it's not good to cover your uh, gums for that long. What are some osteopathic methods of treatment or chiropractic methods? Okay, so osteopathic methods of treatment could include acupuncture or massages to the area. You said you got acupuncture for your pain. Mm -hmm. Okay, next we have chiropractic treatment. This could include stretches, adjustments, uh, more advanced technological methods like a cold laser, a therapeutic ultrasound, or a TENS unit. And then lastly, we have dietary modifications. This would be like limiting your gum chewing or uh, eating ice. Yeah, and this is, this one was so important for me because I used to chew like two to three pieces of gum every single day for years, like every single day. And I was wondering why my, why my jaw is hurting so much. And that was one of the main causes for yeah. me. And so this is such an easy move to make. If you, if you want something, have a mint instead. That's a really yeah. good tip. Like, I'm, I'm guilty yeah. of this because I would say like 90% of the time I get into my car, the first yeah. thing I do, yeah. piece of gum. So right now, guys, replace, <laughs> if you guys are having jaw issues, replace your gum with mints instead. Yeah, or see how, how your pain is reacting. Because yeah. I used to I used to chew gum and my jaw would start clicking. Yeah, and it that was makes really a bad. huge difference. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about TMDs and dentistry and some sleep disorders? How okay. does that all connect? So pretty much something there's something called sleep apnea, which is sleep disordered breathing or obstructive sleep apnea, hyponia syndrome. So the overlap between dentistry and sleep. So there the treatments 
could be done either by a specialist, like by a sleep specialist physician, or it could be done by a dentist. And so some treatments include continuous positive airway pressure, mm -hmm. which keeps the airway open during, during sleep. Some dentists found that moving the jaw forward can reduce apneic events, which is an airway blockage to increase oxygen saturation. And actually, dentists are the only healthcare providers that have professional training to make appliances to, to move your jaw forward so that it opens your jaw. They're the only ones that can actually make, make these appliances and make Sorry them Sorry to interrupt you. Another thing I wanted to add was in the previous episode, we talked about malocclusions. We also talked about different yeah. classifications. This uh, directly relates to that because uh, adjusting your jaw and your bite is a form of orthodontic treatment, dentist mm -hmm. dental treatment, where you can move your jaw. And that was, yeah, we discussed that last time. Mm -hmm. Also, it's very important, and this is the dentist's key role, is making sure the appliances fit. If it's not fitted right, patients are not, they won't tolerate it. It's gonna, mm -hmm. it's gonna be painful, and therefore their sort of issues are gonna go untreated. And this can cause a lot of issues. This including like lack of sleep and sleep is so important for many different parts of your life, including your medical and dental health. Which is another overlap. Yeah, totally. Another effect of an intolerable sort of appliance is tooth movement, jaw pain, TMDs, and a posterior bite. So it can actually make yeah. the symptoms worse. Yeah, it's gonna affect the way, not only your cosmetics, but how your how your jaw feels and how your teeth look, which is not something that you wanna do. So you need to make sure to get, have your dentist get on it and make sure that your, your appliance fits right. Mm -hmm. Also, dentists are not medically or legally permitted to diagnose sleep disorders. Usually um, a physician would do this. However, they can screen patients for sleep disorder risk factors, supply like referrals and provide oral appliances. So some signs that a dentist may look out for when, when doing oral examinations. examinations is enlarged tongue with scalloping, which is so interesting because when your when your tongue is enlarged, it gets so big that it presses against the sides of your of your teeth, and so your teeth start to make that indentation on the outside of your mouth, mm -hmm. and that's what scalloping is. And you also have can have an elongated uvula. Um, you know what that is, mm -hmm. right? It's the thing in the back of your throat. Yeah. And then you can have enlarged tonsils. Skeletal class two malocclusion actually shows shows issues as well. That could be a sign of TMDs and sleep disorders and stuff. And then also a high arced palate. Mm -hmm. Qualified dentists can also become board certified in dental sleep medicine. So there's yeah. a specialty within dentistry in that, which is really cool. Yeah. I also recently attended, of course, a virtual seminar, but it was a dental seminar. And it was all about sleep disorders and dentistry-related sleep disorders, mm -hmm. all about how to make these appliances, things like that. So we've talked about what that looks like, what a sleep disorder looks like. So how much sleep is enough sleep? Experts used to say that we need about eight hours every night, but the need for sleep does vary per person. The important part is having a consistent sleep schedule. Quality of sleep is very important. 
So these are some examples, some things you can do to assist your sleeping. Having a relaxing bedtime ritual, exercising daily, having a comfortable mattress or pillow, having caffeine or alcohol can negatively affect your quality of sleep. So guys, an interesting fact is that TMJ and TMDs are more common in women than they are in men. Yeah, that is very interesting. Thank you so much for that fact, Lauren. You are so welcome. So guys, that is a wrap for today's episode. Woo! Thank you so much for tuning in and learning about TMJs and TMDs. Hopefully, if you guys have these sorts of pains, you learned a little bit about that. In the next episode, we're going to be continuing to talk about the overlaps between dentistry and the medical field. Next one specifically is going to be about the overlaps between dentistry and psychiatry, which going to be a very, very interesting episode. Yeah, Lauren, so bring some of your expertise into that yes, episode. and I get to do some teaching. Yes, that's going to be a fun episode, so stay tuned for that, and hope you enjoyed. We'll see you on the next one. See ya! See ya!